This is Conversations on Discipleship with Father Adam Streitenberger from St. Gabriel Catholic Radio and Diocese of Columbus Media. Welcome to Conversations on Discipleship. I'm your host, Father Adam Streitenberger. With me today is Sarah Lytle. Welcome, Sarah. Welcome. Thank you for having me, Father Adam. Yeah, great to have you. Great to have you. Let's start with a prayer in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord God, giver of all truth, um, we lay down our lives before you this day. Um, we ask um, that you help us to come to know your will, um, both for this day, but for our life. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, Sarah, welcome to Conversations on Discipleship. Thank you. Um, I've gotten to know Sarah from the Newman Center, um, mm-hmm. and it's it's a treat to have you here. As per our custom, you know, we always kind of begin with how you came to know the Lord. So I think when we talk about discipleship, it begins with our meeting of the Lord. So maybe you could um, tell us how you came to know him. Yeah, absolutely. So I was born and raised Catholic. My parents were very involved in the church, so I kind of saw their way of life and getting involved in the Catholic church. And I went to Catholic school from kindergarten to seventh grade. So I was really involved and around the Catholic faith all growing up. Um, But I really, I knew there was something more, but I didn't really know how to develop this relationship that they were telling me about. And So really, my relationship with the Lord started at a very young age, I would say about eight or nine years old, Um, and that at that time, my family was going through a lot of difficult things. We were dealing with like a family member having cancer or um, another member passing away, and I saw this like family turmoil go on within my family, but I didn't really know who to talk to about it or like what was going on per se because I was so young, and so being taught like through my education with my parents, I knew that like the Lord was there, but I didn't really know how to foster a relationship. So having go through all of these things, I just decided, well, if the Lord loves me, like I've been taught and is there for me through anything that I could experience, why don't I just start praying to him? Um, and so from a young age, I would just like to say simple prayers of just like, Lord, um, just like, please bless my family during this time or just, um, yeah, be with us. And so that's kind of how I started the relationship. And I felt really consoled by that. And so I kept returning to it naturally because I was like, wow, this is really helping in my young mind. Um, and so that kind of furthered how I got to know the Lord and then went through like first communion and reconciliation and really noticed a physical difference when I received and then had reconciliation too, just like a weight lifted off my shoulders. Um, So that's when I knew, like, okay, this thing, whatever I'm doing is real because I'm having, like, a physical reaction to it. So that's kind of how I got my foundation, and then it kind of progressed from there. Was that um, in grade school then? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So this was probably second and third grade. And you grew up in northwest Ohio, is Mm -hmm. that right? Yep, Defiance, Ohio. Defiance, okay, great. Mm -hmm. And you went through Catholic schools yep. and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, and I do think it's interesting, you know, prayer, we say, is essential to the life of the disciple. Mm-hmm. Um, and it it really is that opportunity for us to daily, you know, kind of um, to encounter him. And I, I like kind of your observation was, you know, you took this proposal, which you had gotten from 
from being raised in a Catholic family and going to Catholic school. And you're like, well, let let us, you know, let's take this seriously, this proposal, mm-hmm. and try it. And then it, it's very interesting, like, you had this experience. Like, it it really, um, you you know, even physiologically, you say that it, you know, it helped. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like that. I like that approach where, um, you know, we we take these claims that mm-hmm. we have received in the faith, and we verify them by our own experiences. Right. But um, the story. So, did you go to Catholic high school? No, I did not. I transferred to public school in eighth grade, which is a very interesting time to switch. But yeah. Um, yeah, the Lord definitely helped me through that, for sure. <laughs> Not unusual. So what were those sort of difficulties, moving from Catholic school into public yeah, school? Yeah, for sure. Um, it was very difficult because I had more or less a sheltered childhood in that sense because I went to Catholic school and because my family was very conservative of just, like, they wanted me to see the world, like, for its good. And so transferring to public school, I got to see the world as it actually was, so, like, there are lots of things with drugs or just, like, things of the culture that were going on. I was, like, hit by a brick and seeing all these things take place in front of me. I was like, wow, I didn't realize all this was going on when I transferred. So that definitely was difficult, but the Lord was very faithful was, to that. Was there any crisis in faith or were you you had a nice found, sound foundation and you at, were able to? Mm-hmm. At that point, it was pretty well set, thankfully, because of my education and just having my parents really encourage that too. Um, so they're really big influences for me. And mm-hmm. so it was pretty well set by that time. Um, but there are definitely moments of questioning, of course, and going into high school. Um, I really started to put the Lord in a box because I got more focused on my own success and my own like reputation more so than having the Lord as Lord of my life as he used to be when I was younger. So it kind of shifted a little bit there, yeah. but mm-hmm. the, um, I mean that, and that the you know again to kind of not to not to repeat it over and over and over, but mm-hmm. you take the proposal of faith seriously, mm-hmm. you verify it by your experience, and then it helps you to live in the world, you know, yeah, to dialogue absolutely. with the world, mm-hmm. to to process what's going on. Um, so you graduated from Defiance High School, yep. and then went to the Ohio State University. Yes, I did. What <laughs> brought you? Like, what drew you to Ohio State? Yeah, that's a very interesting story too um ultimately it was the holy spirit and first of all i switched my majors like a month before i went to college because the lord changed my heart so drastically during that time because originally i wanted to major in architecture and i was really good at different classes in high school with that and so i thought that'd be my skill set but i was making that decision more with my head and not with my heart and i could feel that because i wasn't happy with it and so I was like, there has to be something more. Like, Lord, reveal it to me, like, what you want me to study or further in education with. And at that time, I was talking to my parents, like, why do I feel this way? Or, like, what's going on? I don't feel satisfied with this. And they really got to the core of, like, my identity of, like, who I am and what I want to study. And they're like, you know how much you love people. Why don't you study something dealing with people and relationships? And I was like, that makes so much sense. And so then I switched to communications, which is what I studied, and it proved to be (laughs) the thing I wanted to. It was incredible. But ultimately, I had been looking at schools with the best architecture program in Ohio, and Ohio State was one of them. And then when I went there, we also looked at different Catholic communities. And the thing that really moved me was the SBO, St. Paul's Outreach Houses, because we went to visit them when I was there. 
And so that really, the Holy Spirit flooded me when I walked into them, and I got to stay in one of the women's houses my senior year of high school. So I already knew what it looked like before coming, and that's really, like, pushed me over the edge to how I wanted to go there. Were you involved in, like, a youth group or anything in high school? Yes. Mm -hmm. So you had that kind of ongoing, you know, um, Mm -hmm. support growing as a disciple through there? Yeah, it was um, it was more or less difficult in high school because I was confirmed sophomore year, and then everyone kind of falls off after they get confirmed because you don't have to go anymore, yeah. which is the yeah, downside of it. But So it was difficult trying to maintain that steadfast, you know, continuing to go when all of my friends <laughs> weren't going necessarily anymore. I didn't want to go, so yeah. But thankfully I found... The community that I was really striving for all that time in college. But to. you stuck with it after confirmation. Yes. Well, for one, because my mom was in charge of it. Uh, <laughs> and then for two, just because I knew deep down, like, I should still do this or I need to be going. So. Do you, I mean, what is the mindset? You know, because we see that all the time mm-hmm. um, as, as you bring it up. You know, com- you know, they go through confirmation and then yeah. they're gone. Yeah. What is the mindset yeah, as far as, like, like why, why, why are do they you leaving? Think, why do you think, yeah? Um, I think they see it as more fulfilling an obligation, not, like, the long-term, like, mm-hmm. this is the next step in your faith journey. So they think of it as, like, checking the box and, oh, I'm done with this. I don't have to do it anymore. And I think just the whole, and maturity-wise, they're not quite there in understanding, yeah. like, okay, I should really continue this. But, yeah, I think that's why. And so, you know, a lot, some parishes push it farther and farther back because then yeah. you theoretically will make them be more engaged. Right. But it does, it seems to be that we're missing something big yeah. if, if that's yeah. what we have if, to do. Yeah, if it's more so you do it because it's necessary versus they want to be there. Yeah. So I think it's a lack in catechesis of making it, both enjoyable and informative Mm -hmm. um, because that's really high schoolers need something that's very, very engaging and not all of the faith is highly engaging unless you make it to be. So it really comes down to how it's being taught, I think. Well, Um, and I, I wonder too, if we, I mean, we re what, how we understand mm -hmm. confirmation, you know, if, if we're being sent on mission by confirmation, which I think is the, is the church's understanding of the sacrament. Yeah. Well then that, it presumes a few things that needed to be done before mm-hmm. we get there. You know, like yeah. they, they've met the Lord and that they've been formed in prayer. They've been formed in some of these essential things. Um, but I sometimes I do think um, we just see it as like a graduation. And then yeah. obviously if you graduate, then you can drop off. Right, um, absolutely. When, so you were, con- you were confirmed your sophomore year in high school. Yes. What was your confirmation name? Teresa of Ter- Oh, okay. Excellent. Yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, so in our next segment, we'll talk a little bit more about your um, OSU experience, yeah. um, and especially with St. Paul's Outreach. Um, but as as we kind of... Um, as we- Excellent. Well, mm-hmm. thank you, Sarah. You've yeah. been listening to Conversations on Discipleship. I'm your host, Father Adam Streitenberger. With me has been Sarah Lytle, and until next time, peace and all good. Boom. A Diocese of Columbus production in partnership with St. Gabriel Catholic Radio.